to the podcast, your favorite podcast, Good Books, Bad Banter. I'm your host, Maddie. I'm Tori. And this week we're talking about Legend Board. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> you have no idea. This book quickly became one of my favorites of the year. Definitely. Me too. Like, like immediate yeah. favorites. And I know that there was hype around this book. Like, I think this book came out in 2020, right? Yes. So I remember everybody and their fucking mama, like, reading this book and being like, you need to read it. You need to read it. You need to read it. And um, I didn't, obviously, until just now, two years later. And I'm not upset about it because the second one just came out. So now I can binge it all it together. It came out today. So it's fitting. It came out yesterday. No, it was came out today. It came out yesterday. I swear to God. It came out. I the, just saw it. It came out the 8th. Not the ninth. You're lying to me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Because I saw you posted that on our story and I wasn't going to correct you. <laughs> Bitch, that's embarrassing. You got to take it off if I'm fucking wrong, you dummy. <laughs> I was like, eh, she's close. <laughs> no, I'm looking at it right now. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I literally hate my life so much. Anyways, nothing is good anymore. <laughs> I'm going to just jump off I-35. It's fine. It's like not a bridge. I-35. I-35 has an overpass. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying that most people are like, I'm just going to go jump off a bridge. And you're like, I'm going to go jump off I-35. It's so <laughs> hyper-specific. Specific. Because I, I just drive it every day and I hate it. It's miserable. Oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely. We'll just run in traffic. It's fine. <laughs> go play in traffic. Anyways, okay, so before we get into all of the talk, all of the feels, all of the emotions, let's do our first, our three updates. Yeah. You go first. Me? Yeah. Shit. I have them on a list. (laughs) Okay, I can go. No, no, no. I have them on a list and I forgot them. But, um, so this weekend we went to a book festival. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. It was great. We got a lot of books. Um, I bought a lot of books. You bought a lot of books. I, I bought got two five books. Yes, I was not as. And a puzzle. And a puzzle. Oh yeah, and a puzzle. I have a shopping problem. Eh, who doesn't? Um, what else did we do? What did I do on Friday? What did I do Saturday? What did we do Saturday? We did something. Saturday we, we went Princess. to the King Princess. I was like, we we did something Saturday. We yes, went to King we Princess. That was a really awesome show, and ended up being her last show. Of the, the tour. tour. So I was like, oh, wow. It was a very long show. It was a very long show, but she put on a great performance. And um, her opener, I did not realize I knew her, who, knew who her opener was. And if you don't know, the girl that plays the song uh, Numb Little Bug, that's her. M. Benton or something like that. Benson, whatever. M. Behold or something like that. Behold. behold yeah. um, I didn't know who it was. Yeah, no, her, I love her song, Now Little Bug, it's the best. Um, It's therapy in a song, sadly. Oh. <laughs> but after that, what else did we do? What we else did I do? We on Sunday before the book festival. Oh, yeah, we did brunch. I was going to say that so that way you could talk about something that we did together. Oh, I don't care. I have plenty of updates outside of that stuff. Okay, well, then we did brunch with our friends. We did run to their friend um, whose older sister is kind of a um, like original food blogger here in Austin. 
so she asked us to tag along with her to this new restaurant called electric shuffle that has like electronic shuffle boards and you can play multiple different games and it's so much fun and we had a lot to drink and it was just a great time and i really enjoyed myself playing against you guys <laughs> it got really competitive real quick yeah it was fun but it was yeah it was a lot of fun i want to go back and i told my parents that i want to take them next time so what are your three updates um well the reason we're uploading this podcast so late is because i literally fell asleep at like 8 30 p.m last night when we usually record the podcast at like 10 okay to be fair she got a flu shot i did and i also had been like going so on friday night i had a family birthday party and then i had to wake up super early because i had a 7 a.m session the next morning and then I came home and got some work done. And then we went to the concert. And then after that, on Sunday, we had brunch and then the book festival. And so I'd just been going nonstop. And then um, yesterday I got a flu shot. And I think my body was just like, you're tired. And you yeah. need to go to bed. And so I went to bed at 830, woke up, took my dogs out, and then I went back to bed. So I got a good, like... Almost 12 hours of sleep because... Well, obviously you needed it. Or I guess it was more like a, mm, t- 10 and a half, 11, but... I mean, like you said, you I could use probably it. another week straight of like 12-hour nights, but mm. I won't get back because I have a wedding this weekend and a wedding Is next it just on Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Thankfully, I don't do double weddings anymore. They're too exhausting. Yeah. And then I have no time to actually fi- edit them and stuff, so... That's true. That's true. Um, what was I going to tell you? I was going to say something else, but I don't remember now. That's my three updates. I'm a tired bitch, but I always am. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, to be fair, this is what I was just going to say. To be fair, we both were really behind on the book, too. Just because life kind of got in the way or whatever and stuff. So, yeah, that's why we're uploading late. But thanks for forgiving us. We still are obviously going to give you an episode. We have so much, so many things to say. So many things. I, Okay. I have so much things to say. So initial thoughts rating. and review rate rating and reviews. A five. <laughs> I'm gonna a give five. it a four. I really, really enjoyed it, but it's also YA. That's my reason. I'm, it's not getting a five because it does have smut in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. I love the romance. You can't and the just. You can't just appreciate how good of a YA novel this is. It's five stars. Of course I can appreciate how good it was. But there's also other faults to it, too. Oh, yeah, there are. It's not sure. perfect. But I like, oh, like you know, gloss. No five-star book is ever perfect in reality. So. Mm. I beg to differ. There's no five-star A book. Court of Mist and Fury is pretty close. I mean, okay. <laughs> of, all, of all the five-star books, that one is the closest to, like, a pristine five-star. So, you know what I mean? There's always, like, a few, like, repetitive or, like, information dumping, which is this book's problem, I think. Like, mm. just those subtle things where it's, like, yeah, it's a five-star, but also, like. I think you can't be five stars without a flaw. Yeah. Oh, well, 100%. Yeah. So. Okay. I okay. guess I'll give this a 4.5. I was just, I don't, I don't want to bully you. It's no. Just you don't want to give. No, 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 no. I, like, do. I do. Okay. Because I was like, four, really? No, it's a 4.5. Okay. 
like, yeah, I- he's like, as it should be. <laughs> as it should. Because I loved this book so much. So if you don't know what Legendborn is about, you're living under a hole. So, um, <laughs> um, basically, it's a retelling of King Arthur. Yeah. But set in the South. And, in um, present our, day. Yeah, South and present day. And our main character has just lost her mom. And her name is Bree. And she is a black female main character, which is amazing. I love her so much. So, anyways, yeah. um, she goes to this early prep school or prep program at the university in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, she goes there in the literally the first hour, like the first few hours that she's there, she sees a fucking demon. And she's seeing magic. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And so the story begins at trying to figure out what happened. Why is she seeing the things that she's seen? And is she going crazy? What's going on? And that's where she starts her journey. Yes. She's at a party. Yeah, at a query. At the query. And they were like jump off this cliff and she's like no she's like, well her friend alice was like no don't do it and she's like absolutely i think i'm gonna do it i'm not gonna do it so like, i'm not gonna do it girl i'm not gonna do it i did it <laughs> oh, the tiktok uh. references so anyways um and then she see, meets Cell for the first time because he's there he's That's there the well he thinks that party. her aether or her is energy is it aether or ether ether aether i don't know I didn't listen to it. This is one of the flaws of this book is the fucking pronunciations of everything. I'm like, I don't understand it. The pronunciation and then like the name dropping of things without context. Yes. I'm like, how the fuck does she know what all this is? What are you? Yeah. Like literally so many times I was like, what the fuck? How does she just understand? Yeah. And then. I, I actually, mean, I think that was a big, uh, that was actually a big thing that people talk about, like, in yeah. reviews and stuff. So, we'll get to those later. But, yeah, that's the synopsis of the book. And, um, needless to say, I still really liked it, even with all the stuff that, like, you don't understand or how to pronounce things and whatnot. Because if you read fantasy a lot, you kind of just Learn gloss over it. I was going to say, you kind of just, like, <laughs> hear it enough and then you're like, sure that's what that means like in your head too (laughs) in your head too you're like that is uh you just start to make up your own that is a unidig (laughs) i know i was like what's that sick you mean a muggle (laughs) (laughs) you mean just a regular ass person (laughs) a human you could just fucking say that That'd be Unadig. That's a really weird name to say. That's, Unadig. That, that's a Un- really weird how to spell human, but okay. You know what I kept thinking of is Unagi from Unagi. When Ross is like, you have to know Unagi. It's like the samurai, whatever, of like complete understanding. Tell me why whatever. I thought you would said, why was he going to be like, that means rabbit in Japanese, but it's not as Usagi is a rabbit. Girl. I don't even know. You remember how you said you watched Sailor Moon, right? Yes. Her name is Usagi. Don't remember. I haven't watched it in a very long time. Her name is Usagi because she's a bunny, and you have her bun ear, her bun head. They call her bun head. I don't remember. Well, they do, and that's the reason why. Hmm. Because it's a rabbit. 
Anyways. Okay, so <laughs> first things first. I just absolutely love and adore the themes that this book covered, like, which was grief, racism in the South. Yeah. Being a black female in school, in college, segregation and like feeling like white prestige and um like where you belong and stuff and bravery and i loved it yeah no everything was phenomenal it just it was so good it really was was so good one thing i noted right away is like how she described her anger and her grief as like this thing like pulling at her skin Mm -hmm. and like threatening to like burst out because when i'm before brie and after brie that is like totally how i feel Mm. like i feel like something could literally like scratch and like claw itself out of my skin and i felt like the author did such a good job of like describing what like what she was going through fury feels like yeah i think all of her emotions were just so like in depth they were just spot on on all of them and i just really loved her description of how vivid her grief was and it made you very much understand and relate to her grief even without like of course everybody you know most people have dealt with some kind of loss and some kind of grief mm-hmm. in their life. And I don't know. I just think her whole explanations and her metaphors and her entire writing over grief was just chef's kiss. Mm. I think it was just beautiful. I loved it. And I loved how big of a part that this book played into that. Like her mom's death wasn't just like a side character like that was like or you know what i mean like that wasn't just like a side part of the story it really no, drove the whole story is her working through it right that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i appreciate rather because i get you know a lot of books are like well your mom died and then like the entire thing is focused on the plot of getting somewhere else or whatever and then they're like remember your mom died yeah <laughs> sort of thing but yeah it's her kind of coming to terms with the fact that she is uh accepting that her mom's gone and stuff and not seeing her only like her life as her mom's loss but also like the love that love. her mom had for her and just like her mom's what she whole life for her of, like just the emptiness of the loss right instead of just tunneling vision into what was now rather than like what everything else was and um she had her friend alice i love alice okay the representation in this book I loved it. Did you realize that Greer, her pronouns were they, them? Yeah. I immediately picked up on it and I was like, I fucking love this. I love this so much. I love it so much that they had a character that, they, no, it wasn't like how, like in the book where she was like, oh, uh, she's so pretty. And she's like, oh, and then somebody else corrects them. And they're like, oh, she doesn't use she, she, the, her pronouns, they use they, them. And she's like, oh, okay. And then, like, then they switch. It was just, like, a given. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was just part of the story. Nobody said anything. And that is the kind of inclusion that I am talking about because that's just normal shit. That's not, like, nobody needs to correct anybody or anything. That they, them can just be a possibility. It's not that it's only he, she sort of thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Your eyes are blinking slow. No, I think so. Okay. So, no, I mean, I feel like most people probably picked on a bonnet right away because, sadly, it's not an 
a lot of like in <coughs> it's not in a lot um, of books visibility yet or whatever um and then there's also like um gay and lesbian relationships too mm-hmm. and how they are just so easily like oh yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nothing is like has to be explained or set up. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. just is. It just is. Yeah. And that is what I want. And like, I hope other YA novelists pick up on that and they just incorporate those characters in without having to set them up to be those characters. Yeah. Or having it like be this huge deal. Right. Yes. Like some people are like, oh, the it's a girl dating a girl. I'm like really focus on it. But it's just like she just grabs her girlfriend's hand and then like the story continues on or whatever. Like it's not like unnecessary lingering to like. Yeah. Because it's just normal. Yeah. Because it is just normal. And that's what I that was one thing I super, super appreciated with her writing and just how she wrote those characters just to be normal teenagers in this day and age. Yeah. Okay. I will say. I don't like that they're only, like, 16. Like, that she's only 16. I literally had this exact same thought. I was like, if you're going to make these people do, like, adult things, put them at an age of being an adult. Yes. Rather than 16, because 16 is too fucking young. It's too young. They're doing shit that they are 20, 21, 22. That is still little. Like, that is still young. Like, literally minimum 18. Minimum 18. Yeah. Even then, I Preferably like, 20 years old. Because, because she likes freaking Nick. Nick. Who's like, 18. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like I that. Did, I, yeah. That's one thing I did have an issue with that I'm just like, okay, in my mind, they're actually all 19 and above. I know. That's just in my that's head. That's how I have to picture it to not feel weird. I, that's how I have to picture it because it's just like, ugh, I, I've heard discussions over this too. And it's like, why? I understand like why like you're trying to appeal to all like younger audiences or like the middle median audience of what YA covers but these characters are doing adult things yeah that just don't make sense like gossip girl gossip oh, girl made I know. no sense like they're literally 15 drinking <laughs> martinis and you're like what the hell it's so funny because in gossip girl though like one of the first things is it's like adults or children are acting like an adult teenagers acting like adults and adults acting like teenagers exactly and i'm like it's well it's so true in that show right but like in reality it ain't that like doesn't that. yeah no that does and not happen i wish that brie was like 19 18. i say 19 i'm 19. like whatever but 18, like normal 20, college age right. not a 16 year old going to a college campus come right. on and you know that is one thing but she obviously incorporated it in because with everything you know the early college and stuff like it just made more sense with all of it but anyways did it though it made more sense for her plot line i'm not saying it made more sense in general but how for the plot line even like because remember that i can't say that that's a spoiler so let's get into the spoiling part yeah so we can literally talk about this immediately because i need to know what you're talking about okay so if you haven't read the book, please go read it. It is a wonderful, totally phenomenal, worth the read. Yes, it's a phenomenal book. Um, if you like fantasy, you're gonna immediately love this book. And if you don't know whether or not you like fantasy, this is a really good book to step your foot in. I agree. Um, so definitely go read it. Go have fun. Just ignore 
ignore the vocabulary if you can it gets better all right slash you just deal with it just (laughs) just deal with it okay so what i'm talking about before this the reason why it fits into our plot line is remember between the ages of 16 and 22 that's the ages between that a scion or a squire and whatever yes that's the earliest they could have done 18 no they could have i'm just saying that that's she probably they made her 16 and then that just made it i know but whatever and i i read that but i felt like they did that in passing just so it would make sense like exactly that's what i'm saying i was like i don't agree with it but they literally could have done 18 to 25 and it would have been the same fucking shit you know that was like the one thing that i was like come on no 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 i definitely was like uh yeah no that six is turned upside down she's 19 yeah (laughs) exactly because nobody in their right mind is sending their 16 year old to a college campus okay well there are some there are some but at the same time well anyways so okay but like let's get like into it (laughs) okay what do you want to start with you freak (laughs) okay um i i loved cell at the end i always liked him but i loved him more at the end yes because i felt like they really did not like they really kept him in like the dark and the mysterious like that was the whole point of his character Mm -hmm. but like i loved the fact that they finally like unraveled him just a little bit more in the end to give him more of a personality other than just him being angry all the time and i also just appreciate that too um i like how nick like basically just said fuck the order i hate you guys i never want to be back and then all of a sudden he's like back because he he's like likes brie he, he likes brie okay so let I... me hold on hold on let me tell let me <laughs> okay <laughs> let me say this okay there's also another big thing about this book is that the insta love is a little hard to wrap your head around too because this entire book only takes over for like a week and a half no yeah the trials take course over three weeks okay yeah originally six yeah but then they had to shorten it so but even then the first like half of the book is the first week of school no i will agree it's too fast i don't like the insta love or whatever and then she's like He's like, I love you so much. I'm going to, like, protect you and never, nothing's ever going to hurt you. And I honestly thought Nick was going to be, like, the bad guy. I really. Part of me was nervous for him. And I was like, oh, I truly thought he he was going to pull a fucking Elsa or Anna, whatever the hell. um, And the prince was going to be the fucking bad guy the entire time. So I was fully expecting to be disappointed. And then hit, then her like run to sell, but you know whatever that's fine. It gives me major both Akatar and TVD vibes because Vampire Diaries. You're weird. Yeah. Um, because obviously it's blonde hair, blue eyes, and then tattooed dark hair, stormy angry man, <laughs> which we all know we fall in love with. This tattooed, dark-haired, stormy man. It gives a lot of... I was reading the reviews, and it was comparing it a lot to The Hunger Games and The Mortal Instruments. Have you read The Mortal Instruments? No. 
Bitch, you didn't read the Mortal Instruments growing up? No. And I also I, would not compare this to Hunger Games. I didn't either. Um, I could see the Mortal Instruments a little bit, but I thought this was a completely, like, it could stand by itself. Yes. Completely. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the big arguments <clears throat> is that people, they felt that they could see too many similarities between the two. Again, I've read the Mortal Instruments. You need to listen to them. Those are good books to listen to. That's my story. Sorry. I'm sorry. Maddie is a very, um, she'll smack I, I'm you a and hitty poke person. you. And I'm a hitty hit you And she's like, talking when I'm excited. laughing. She was just shoving me in my arm where I got my shot. Uh, I was poking you. Okay. I wasn't shoving you. Okay. Yeah. I was tapping you. Violently. Yeah. Violently. Tapping but I was tapping you. On my shot. No, I won't. baby. I will tap you on your arm. What the here. fuck? Oh, I used to have a band-aid there. And now it's gone. That's gross. <laughs> I have no fucking clue where it went. Uh, maybe hopefully I don't find it tonight <laughs> in my bed because we're literally probably in my out. bed from me flying asleep last night. Likely. It's fine. But anyways, um, yeah, it was compared a lot to the Mortal Instruments, and I can see, like I said, the dynamic between them. But um, I just really liked how it took um Arthur. <laughs> it what? I'm sorry, I couldn't finish this. You look <laughs> hilarious. It <laughs> took Arthur. It took the story of <laughs> Arthur because that's not a so, that's not a story I'm very familiar with like oh, okay. at all. Yeah. And um yeah, that also was both a typical. good that, yeah, like that was also a good animated thing because I knew some things about the story the story of yeah. Arthur like, you know, the Knights of the Round Table, but I didn't know a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so that was one thing that kind of tripped me up a little bit with all the terminology was just yeah. it was a lot it took me a second to kind of figure it, it was out. a little too much to yeah. be fully honest i think it could have been cleaned up a little bit more yeah for sure because like the confusing like what were the lines and the vassals like that took me a second to figure out and then like yeah. what was once borns and shadowborn and shadowborns are the demons once borns are humans yeah, and but so also like, the Unadegs are humans too. Yeah, it's just the it's the Dutch like or Welsh name for them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, can we not have multiple there was things just a for one too person? Much. A little too much. Just a little too much. A little too much. Oh, hello, Mona. Mona has come to join as she, she usually does. She scared the shit on me by jumping on me. I know. Um, Yeah, a little too much terminology because I'm down for like following fantasy. Like no, stuff. I am too. But and I was you can like, build, literally, you can build like, a world pretty what clearly. What the fuck am I reading? Like sometimes, like the oh entire paragraph. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> she was just climbing on my computer. We gotta make sure it's uh, still recording. Y'all. It is okay. Hey, Anyways, Mona. I felt like whole paragraphs. I was just like, what? Lost. Yeah. No, I definitely like. I was like, wait. Hold on. So the vassals are families of the lines. So of the, the vassals 12. are fucking human. Yes, the vassals are human. So just another word for fucking humans. No, but they're no, just the people who know about Arthur and the round table and all that shit. Technically, yes. Because not all of them are family. Be... No, they are all like from um, the lines of the twelve. Mm. Maybe I'm so that's how they can like pick the different people 
who um and that's why it was such a big deal that Bree didn't come from a vassal family because all the other ones did because they know about the order they are related to like the lines they can have knowledge and basically an upper hand Mona please okay <laughs> so that is the reason why I was like okay what the fuck is that and then all the fucking oaths oh my gosh <laughs> all the oaths I was like oh shit what is this but um I thought it was interesting how they connected the oaths like the curse of the oaths to sell and like how he has to admit, basically perform these oaths so that way he doesn't like succumb to his demon blood mm -hmm. and become crazy or whatever so anyways but um back to the very beginning alice is a real one i love alice i needed more of her really at first i was like alice is being kind of a bitch uh, no alice like the thing is is like i if i put myself into alice's shoes i would be that worried too and like for Bree just to like literally wander off and then come back and she is like beaten the fuck up and she, she's like babe what is going on and like Bree's not wanting to open up to her Bree's not wanting to tell her anything like of course like in the end she does and Alice really becomes like she's like backbone she's like yeah bitch mm -hmm. but Alice is still a good friend no for sure I think uh Alice is like super warranted and like with the like oh you came back beating the fuck up what the hell or whatever and all that shit it was more like the the first night with the party and stuff like that when alice was such a bitch after they got in trouble or whatever I'm like i get mm -hmm. that you're mad but you're like really misplacing some blame right now right but that was also more realistic like that's what realistically like a 16 year old would do when they first get in trouble and they're goody goodies and yeah, stuff blame they blame else, I guess. right because they're young so I think it just made it more realistic, honestly, for me. But, um, okay. At the end, Alice is a homie for real, though. Like, I love Alice, dude. I love her so much. But what were you going to say? Um, I don't really remember. Oh, okay. But I think it's just interesting how everything just, like, was so fast. It was so quick. Like, it was so I felt like the beginning was a little bit slow, and then all of a sudden it was like, boom, 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 really? boom, boom, boom. I felt like it was, like... Okay, maybe I meant fast in the sense that, like, she just figures everything out, like, so quick. <laughs> She's yeah. just like, okay, there's a, um, so this is weird. I keep seeing things. I need to find somebody. Ends up getting, like, going to the dean. And then the dean just so happens to give her the dude who is right. the fucking, like, King Arthur to the in this entire secret society. And then she somehow finds out because he, like, slips up or whatever. And she's like, okay. Oh, they get attacked by a hellhound, and he's like, oh, fuck. She runs to the hellhound, and then he's like, no, wait. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And so, and then so after that, he, like, takes her to go get um, healed, and then Sal mesmers her again for the second time, and it doesn't work. Because he mesmered her at the quarry first, and she was able to, like, resist, resist it. Re what did I just say? I said something. Resist it. Resist it. By with like using pain. So. Oh my god. Okay. I 
I thought Tor and Cell were going to be a thing. And I obviously we find out they were. They were. But I was like, I thought it was just going to be like protective. Like Cell was going to like Brie and um, Nick was going to like, it's like a love triangle sort of thing. And then Tori was like upset because she stole Cell away from her or something mm. like that. I'm glad it wasn't like that. No, but I was really fucking surprised when Cell admitted that he fell in love with Nick. And I was like, I know. Oh, shit. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I would fall in love. I fall in love with Nick too, babe. It's fine. So. But then he was like, I was 13. He's like, I was 13. But Brie also comments that she tells that those feelings have never really gone away. Like later in the book. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, say what you said again, please. I did not hear what oh. you said. Oh, I thought you were like, you're like wedged. <laughs> like, like no, disbelief. you need to actually repeat yourself. No, Brianna says, or Bree says later on that she feels Cell's eyes on her and him, like on her and Nick whenever they're dancing. And then even though he says that he doesn't love her anymore or love him anymore, that he knows that she can't really betray his feelings. So he might still like have some kind of like love for Nick, but it's not something that he's going to act on. Does that make sense? I think there's he's literally not a paragraph. In, I don't think he's in love. No, he just no, no. He just loves him. Nick. Yes. Cause they are They're not bonded. in love. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah, like, no. and he can never fight. Still. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The way you said it made it sound like no, that's what she was like saying. That she's like he can never unrequited love or whatever. Well, I think a little bit, but he's like, he's like, it was thirteen. Like the reason why I love him is because of my protection to him. Like it's never gonna be more than that, sort of thing. But anyways, um, what did you think? Okay, I loved how fucking snarky that she was and not snarky but like the way that she's so sassy and like she just was like spunky and she didn't give shit like she did not let people roll over her at all and i loved that yeah but then she was like so outspoken and like that but then she like didn't want to explore her powers at all this happens with every freaking main character they're like oh my god i don't know what these powers are i have to they're afraid of power freaking suppress them and not use them or learn about them and i'm like can we just fucking have one main character who's like holy shit this is so sick i need to figure out what the hell's happening let me try and make this last as long as possible and figure out what the fuck it does because let me fucking tell you (laughs) if that shit ever happened to me in my life like even when i was little i would have been like i have been waiting for this <laughs> moment my whole fucking life this is what it i was. knew i had power inside of me and i I've knew been i could waiting. fly i knew i had wings that was me no i didn't know i had wings or could fly i knew i had like, like some power, power like in this shit like this the ether the aether whatever it's called that's what I feel like my power would be like. So I'm like, can we just accept it for fucking once? Oh, can we have somebody who is not like terrified of what the unknown is? And they're like, whoa, they're actually like kind of like in awe of it. They're yes. like, whoa, this is so cool. 
instead of I oh can my do God, so many things. I can't. I can't be doing this. I, I have feel to like because they, you know, the reason they don't do that is because then they feel like the main character will be power hungry, so and so. So maybe she'll get corrupted by power. But I think no. I'm just saying that there can not, totally be something that's uh, yeah. I'm a, totally in agreement that there can be, but I think that's the reason why people don't. Ugh, yeah, it just drives me nuts. Cause what that was like the first thing when she like experienced it and she was like so afraid. I'm like, no, this is like, the perfect female character to so own it. Fucking cool this to be like, so holy cool. shit, this is finally what I've needed, like an out, like a source for my fucking rage, rage to go to and that's essentially what it was was her rage built yes. up and um we learn later that's the rage and resilience of vera yes which also i wish she learned about right she like she had learned about it at least a little bit before she was like in the freaking Fre- caves mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but i loved the way that the author wrote the vera part in like those short the succinct yeah, the yeah, memory it was like walk. a poem. I like that style of writing gonna, a I, lot. I knew you were going to be really drawn to that because no, I, I was like, that. I immediately noticed the like change, and it was just very almost like poetic in it a was. way, mm-hmm. and very and it obviously gave a little bit more of a dreamlike tone because things were just like very short, concise, like you know, statements yeah. rather than, um, like full thought out, you know, s- statements sort of thing. They're just like bullet points. They were just punchier yes um but yeah no i really liked that and um what i was gonna say beforehand is i thought it was interesting this whole idea of like the different kinds of magics and stuff and like mm-hmm. what people call magic because some people call it aether some people call it root and like there are different and then properties right and then there's properties or a different um understanding of like how you use your power and like the appreciation that goes behind it whereas like the um legend born just use it just to use it like for fighting power and stuff but they don't give thanks back to it like not like a reciprocity like how roots um relationship with it is that they borrow energy and they never borrow too much and they always thank their ancestors and i think that is just something that's like very much owed to people of color like um individual bipoc individuals because like you always go back and you always thank you thank your ancestors for what they gave you and then like the other one is just take 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 so it's like a colonizer's like perspective sort of thing and that's how i got that (gasps) it was a bug sorry jesus fucking christ it was a bug i mean Again, this reminds me of Vampire Diaries. <laughs> really? In that aspect. I never finished Vampire Diaries. Mm. I got to episode one of season five and I said, absolutely not. Mm. Well, obviously we know I am obsessed with that show. And also the originals I really like too. But obviously a lot of the witches are black women. Uh-huh. And it has a lot to do with ancestors. And then uh, the originals is set in New Orleans. So it's like a lot of like um ancestral magic and then they also go into like voodoo magic and like all the different things and i love knowing about all the different magic stuff i'm actually i literally am convinced i was supposed to be a witch or some sort of magical being because i'm so fucking obsessed with everything that has to do with magic (laughs) shows books literally as a child i fucking made offerings to the fairies 
I'm so for fucking real right now. So uh, there was this really pretty tree in our yard and it like hung over like a willow, but it wasn't a willow. And I would sit underneath it and I would like make little offerings to the fairies and we would make like little fairy houses and stuff and we would make witches potions and stuff like that. And I was like convinced that they were going to come take me away and I could be a fairy. (laughs) And now I'm convinced the fae are taking my things in real life. Yes, you texted me that, and I was like, well, fair. It literally disappeared. I told you I come from a line of witches, right? Yeah. Mm. Bruhas. But, um. Sorry to get us off track. No, that's fine. What did you think about the therapist? I love the therapist. I did love the therapist. I loved that that aspect was thrown in. Me too. And that the therapist, like, knew about root magic. Um. I thought it was funny how she just automatically assumed that Brie knew. Brie knew. I, I wish there was more, like, normal therapy happening, too, though. Like, because yeah. Brie obviously really needed it. But, again, this is happening in such a short span. Right. That, like, that's not really feasible. And, obviously, like... I wish this could have been spread out over, like, a couple of months just because of the love aspect of it. Right. But in the reality of, like, the escalation of the attacks, it makes sense that it happened over such a short time. It does. But, but poor Bree is having to deal with all this in four weeks. Yeah, That's literally. a lot to deal with in four weeks. I'll give her that much. Like, maybe she didn't accept it at first, but it was a lot to deal with, with everything uh, she learned in four weeks. Yeah. Seriously. And not only that, like the timeline, like I said, makes it a little bit, a little bit unbelievable to some extent. Um, But I loved the entire time that Nick just like wanted to protect her, though. Like I said, I was really gunning that the fact that Nick was going to turn bad at some point. Yeah. But I did not expect um, the dad to, to be the one to be like, I want all of these demons to be on campus and him to be the one to like have done the crimes 25 years ago. Um, I'm not surprised that he turned to be bad, but I was surprised that he was the dude who opened the gates 25 years ago. Mm. That part I was like, Oh Oh, shit. shit. Like, wow. And Um, then the fact that she, um, that the mom was a, uh, the witness, a witness. And then the mom's bracelet with, the the mom's bracelet with the aether or ether yeah like whole message that was so cool that was cool that I was that really cool and i think that was so interesting how she was telling brie at a younger like self yeah that i need you to just listen to this and it's a message later on and like what the but fuck i want to know who the so woman cool. in the fucking vision was that she couldn't see i bet you it was Sel's mom that's what i was thinking i was, was thinking it was Sel's mom. mom too Especially after um, after she found out in the mesmer was, that yeah. was glamoured or whatever from the hospital that Cell's mom was the yeah. Merlin that was there, which I, and I freaking like, and I just love. Want you to, I know you won't remember this, but I just want you to know she was my friend. I, and I was like, I <gasps> freaking love that plot twist. Yes, so much. Like I was screaming. Amazing. I, I wanted them to, same. and then I loved the fact. Okay, so. Two things I really liked about this book is whenever, remember whenever Cell and Brie find out finally, like, they read the affidavit, they find out that Cell's mother is actually alive, that she never, she was replaced, but she was, like, kept in captivity or whatever, and, like, 
then they find out that the accident truly was an accident mm-hmm. i actually liked the fact that her act that it was just, just an accident. that it was just an accident yeah me too i thought that was a very interesting take on it and that it's just truly like grief that you need to figure out how to live with your mom there was no like supernatural like element to it is yeah just, like there's no one for her to exact revenge on to make her feel better like right she just because that's what she wanted it. to do because remember she kept telling nick she's like you need to find them and punish them and she's like he's like what do you want me to do to them Bree? yeah and um well and but also the therapist that, asked that too she's like yeah. what do you want to happen like what is revenge gonna do right and she's like he's not gonna bring her back you know what i mean and um but the part where she's running and Nick's there and he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she tells him that it was all like, it was just an accident. And then he, she immediately sees it in his eyes that he thinks that her and cell, like something happened between her and him. But then I liked how the author was like, okay. And then Brie explained, no, 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 no. Like my mom, the accident. Yeah. No miscommunication. No miscommunication. Thank fucking God. Literally no miscommunication. I also just love, nick is like anytime brie like says something he's like oh you're right okay yes. i'm like thank god a man who doesn't fucking speak back because <laughs> what like i feel like most men would be like and he's just like oh no like for sure like that's totally true like he just that's accepts right. everything like, that she says yeah. yeah yeah and then and then even if it wasn't right he'd be like well yeah for sure but he never makes her feel stupid for it no and then I want to, I can't remember if it was with him or with Cell, but he was like, do you believe them? And she's like, why do you not believe me? And he's like, no, I believe you. I was just like genuinely asking, like, if you believe what they say, because then I believe you. Mm-hmm. And I like that. That, that he there's was no just like, like question of words. Yes. He's like, that sounds ridiculous. Like, I've been here. I've been in the order longer than you. Like, you yeah. would know these people. And you're like, no, no, no. So that is one thing I actually really Ugh, did like. I too. love both of the men so much. <laughs> so uh, much. They're so good. They are. Uh, what did I text you that like, <laughs> you were like, Cell is daddy, is daddy and, and Nick is baby, <laughs> 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 which is so accurate, and I fucking love it. Cell <laughs> is daddy, and Nick is baby. The only time I will ever use the word baby uh, in any context. I love them. Yeah, I, I love, like, adore and love William. I, I know. adore and love William. He's such I a good side so character. Good. He's so good. I need him to have a novella. I need him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and I made, it made me so upset. Okay, this may be a hot topic um, or hot opinion, but... I'm actually glad some characters died. I was literally just <laughs> about to bring this up. I was like, if this isn't her point, I'm bringing this up next. I, as I am sad actually, as it is, I'm really glad that two people died. Three. Was it three? Three. Fitz, Russ, and Witty. Oh, yeah. Russ died? Mm-hmm. He was thrown. Okay. Wait. Mm-hmm. Because Evan was the one who was taken over by the demon. He was killed, and then he was assumed by a demon, yeah. Yeah. And then Fitz, which was his... Fitz was put uh, by the bat thing, and then he was dropped on the spike. Bike, right. Russ was thrown against the wall by Ruse, the demon or whatever. 
and he crumpled to the floor and then witty was um like impaled by like a hand like in his back oh yeah the bear yes whatever yeah yeah true so three damn yeah there was a lot but i'm i'm glad like people died because it, it just made it, it believable. Yes. Which, okay, sidetrack for a second. I've been seeing so many things about how SJ Moss hasn't killed anybody in Akatar. And they're like, who the fuck is going to die? <laughs> they, and they're it, like, it, it really- better not be fucking Cassian. And I'm like, if it's Cassian, I will literally fucking riot. And also. Why is going to be Azrael? It can't <laughs> be any of them. But some people were like, Amran should have stayed dead. Instead of coming back. I literally thought the exact same thing. And I so agree also. I honestly Everyone just keeps coming back and they should have just let Amran stay gone. Yes. Yes. I think Amran should have been dead. Um, I think that's one person that should have like actually, like like they said, stayed dead. And then I think Elaine dying wouldn't have been bad either. I know that sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Elaine dying wouldn't have been bad. Because, again, they're, like, they're good characters and you get to know them, but they're not, like, the main, main, main characters. Yeah. So, it still kind of hits home because, like, Elaine is pure and stuff and, like, she doesn't deserve it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Like, the fair maiden who, like, sacrificed herself. Why are we talking about Akatar? Because <laughs> I just had to bring it up because we were talking about characters dying. Anyways. Anyways. Back to Legend Yes. I, I really appreciate the fact that, that people did die because it made everything more solemn. It made everything more, like, realistic. It made everything more, like... Dire. Dire, yes. Yeah. It made the situation, like, more believable in the fact that people were actually in danger. Like, they... Yes. Yes. That there's risk. Because even though it sucks, because I like things wrapped up in tiny little bows with, you know, everything all happy-go-lucky. But stuff like this makes me, like excited and anxious to see what's gonna happen and like who is gonna die like right is somebody gonna die and i'm gonna am i gonna be able to take that (laughs) (laughs) i mean the emotional emotional turmoil is like half the fun of it all which is fucked up anticipation it's true the anticipation um when i was reading the six of crows trilogy or not uh not trilogy duology excuse me uh oh my god oh my god oh my god i need to see like what mona looks like right now oh my god <laughs> we're gonna start posting <laughs> pictures of mona literally oh, every cat. week oh of mona it's so cute hold on my freaking time limit is she's on sitting camera. so every night i don't know if i ever told y'all this um so every night mona sleeps with me like a little baby um she is like a toddler so I like lay on my side and I put my arm out and she like spoons with me. She's my little spoon. And she sleeps like that every night. And she has slept with me ever since the first night I got her from the shelter. And I love this cat. She's so freaking To cute. death. I love her to death. She is the most amazing little thing ever. Moni, let's have a photo shoot. She's a little cross-eyed. <laughs> Yeah, because she's just a little relaxed. <laughs> okay. She's so freaking cute. Anywho. Anywho. Um. Oh, your computer. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um. Let's see. Let's talk more about the whole Vera thing. Because I thought it was such a great, um, like, 
wrap like full circle moment for her like ancestor and like lineage tie to the root magic like describing mm-hmm. how the root magic came to be i was like this is so dope and powerful and emotional i think it's just and so like cool like the fact that you thought about how like having memory walks and people like being able to learn this is a super well thought out book it is like, that's a lot of things to have all tied together right and I think it's just, uh, it's just so good. There's so many, um, before we go back to Vera, I wanted to say there's just so many like moments and stuff that makes you so angry for, for Brie yes. whenever she, like the monument, you know, whenever yeah. the, the monument, they're in the garden and it's the first time that she meets Patricia mm-hmm. and she's telling her like, that's actually the stone or the monument to basically give recognition to all the slaves who worked and built this like establishment uh-huh. and stuff and um i just remember that paragraph and like her just describing how much like rage and like unsettling feeling that is like why is it just this small thing that is being recognized and that i don't get to have the um the tapestry or that like order like of lines where i can't trace my family back because they're all they're all in mass graves they don't have any like records nobody's then been been there and then the last line is like i don't feel sad i feel cheated i was like oh yeah this is i under i like highlighted it because i was like that is so like it just struck really like really hard on my well and she says something about like they still don't get to rest because the way the monument is, they're like holding, holding something up, right. like Atlas holds up the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're that still part, always working. That yes, that part I was like, wow, that's, and also like so true. She's so like perceptive for a sixteen-year-old, and it's just amazing. I love it. Yeah, because like of course, not saying that any sixteen-year-old like they're not self-aware or anything, but I just feel like Breeze contemplation of a lot of things and like the way she alliterates herself and stuff she's just so oh she's just beautiful i love her as a character man i, I know love and i also love the illustration of her on the front cover for real and her beautiful hair and just she just looks strong i could not picture her gown for the ball though oh my god i thought it was so ugly like the i know the description of like the tool and stuff i was like are we wearing something poofy? <laughs> I don't like, understand. I thought of it as like kind of like a halter, like one shoulder, because I totally took creative liberty over this. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I completely <laughs> took creative liberty. And it's like these beautiful, like embroidered, like silk flowers sort of thing. I like print. And it's just like a one shoulder, but it's like a bodycon. Not bodycon, but like a mermaid style dress. Because I don't know what the fucking tool was there for. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her a beautiful mermaid style dress to hug all her beautiful curves. And she's going to look amazing. And then her hair is going to be slick and poofy with her little, like, uh, See, I hate mermaid dresses. So. Oh, I do. I love them. I wish I did, but I hate them. Because I wouldn't picture her in, like, anything princessy. Because she's not no, a princess. No, no, no. Not princessy at all. But I think of it as almost like she could have like a slit on the side too because she's like yeah but is that 16 year old (laughs) is that appropriate no it's 19 year old or above 
I don't know why. I'm stuck on the number 19. I don't know. Yes, 18 and above. But, like, I don't know why. 19 is just, like, the golden number for me. Are they going to make this into a series? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I... I guess we have to read the end of the second book to find out. For real. I... No, I mean, like, a TV series. (gasps) Oh, uh... I would sure fucking hope so. So, for... To take it back to the book itself, she's in her Instagram caption, the author said of the cycle of the legend born cycle. So for me, cycle sounds like three for some reason. Like that's what I think Mm, of. mm -hmm. But for TV series, I cannot imagine that they wouldn't do this because it would do so well. No, it would. But again, if it's YA and not. No, all of the characters have to be like 20 or above. Because if they do this YA, it's going to be so corny. Exactly. No, it just wouldn't do well. You have to give these people, like, you have to bump their ages minimum five years. Well, not even the age, but, like, the, Just the characters. The gore aspect and, like, the way this is the filmed. The darkness. It has, exactly. It needs to the be. The depth. Rated it just has R. to be. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think it has to be rated R now, but I just need, like, the depth but of like the characters. But, like, PG-13 of this, I cannot imagine it's going to be that good. Or just 18 plus. Well, that's R. That's not R. What is R then? R is 17 and up. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that or not? (laughs) Literally, when you see a movie in the movie theater that's rated R, you have to be 17 years old or older. (laughs) Maddie's like, leave me alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. I haven't been to the fucking movies in I don't know how long. (laughs) I forgot. And it's not like it has to be for, like, the nudity or anything like that, but, like... No, it's for just like, violence. Yes, and, like, I don't know. I just... Violence and then also, like, the family trauma. Yeah. And stuff that like she I probably would witness. Real. I don't want it well, to be, Well, like, because, like, if you, like, think about the memory walks, that's, like, that is, like, traumatic exactly. shit. Exactly. That, yeah. that is, like, very real. Especially, like... With her, the mom, or one of the servants being raped. Real life is rated R. So, like, if we want this to be realistic as possible, it should be rated Or sexually R. abused. I shouldn't use the R word. Trigger warning. Sorry. I mean, if you read the book, then you know what we're talking about. So, yeah, hopefully. that's true. But still. But, yes. Um, exactly still. My bad. Um... But yeah, it's like, like sexually with Akatar. Like, if they don't make it rated R, it's not gonna be good. No, I definitely think that's. I they have to. I, I just mean, have like, they, such they high did hopes it, they for They already like, did it with Shadow and Bone. They already did it with Shadow and Bone. Like Shadow and Bone is not PG thirteen. It's not. No, not the TV show. I guess like they it definitely is filmed well, but it feels PG thirteen to me. I did not feel PG thirteen to me. Hmm. Shadow and Bone they did a good job of I freaking love that show Wait who? Shadow and Bone Oh well, I thought you said something else And I was like what? Oh no I love that I don't think though I really seriously do not think That you can read I think you cannot watch the second season Without reading the rest of the books I'm not gonna Okay because I won't watch Because ahead. they start getting really intertwined And you have to read the first five Before to make it like makes That's sense. a lot of books. It's not. You start tomorrow or you start next week. Fucking hell. <laughs> but anyways, okay. We are, we're getting really sidetracked on, on this one. Okay, so what did you want to talk to talk about about Vera? 
Oh, I think I kind of already said it, like how the magic started. Oh, mm-hmm. and um, I liked how she represented resilience. Like her power was from resilience. Yeah. Or that's what like she said. She's like, I have Vera's resilience and like basically like rage for justice and like sort of thing. And then she has Arthur's. She has Arthur's power. For what reason? Yeah. <sighs> so I. Well, and then because Vera also carried Arthur's lineage. So like Vera is not just the root magic. Her child that she bore was from Arthur's lineage. Because the wife was cheating on the husband and the husband cheated on but the wife. But that's not Vera. Yeah, it was. Mm-mm. Who was it then? It was somebody else. Who? Uh, what was her name? What was her name? No, because I'm... Or was Vera showing her the first mo- like mother who no, did No, you're right. Because it was with the Davis... Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, Vera literally carried Arthur. Right, right. And then that's the reason why she left is because it, when she found out, when they saw that she was pregnant, they knew that that could be she an was heir in of trouble. Child, yeah. Right. Or an heir of Arthur so that they would do anything possible to make sure that she didn't have the baby. But then that's she, why she that's ran. She, that's why she ran. And then she, did she the used the, magic. the root magic and then like blood, the blood craft or whatever to. Yeah. So. Uh, and she's a medium. Yeah, she's. Brie is a lot of things. She all the things. She all the things. She's something they had never seen before. I love that. You know that is one thing that I love about this character that she got all the powers because I hate whenever powers have limitations. Same. Oh my god. Okay. You know this. I literally have said this before. I hate when their powers like deplete all of a sudden. I'm like. No, I love that she's a medium and that she's a like fucking legend born and that she knows how to like fucking do root magic or root craft and I love the fact that she just got everything that she's like met like immune to mesmers she can smell their castings like she's just a badass man and she's like the scion of arthur like come the fuck on like that's so crazy to me i 1000 percent was not expecting that at the end at all at all called by whenever um whenever nick goes to pull excalibur Excalibur and he doesn't come out i was like I was like, he's a fraud. He's a fraud. And then I was like, fuck. Then wh- but everybody saw him get well, called. So nobody understood and realized what was going on until Bree talked to Nick through Arthur's Arthur, voice. Yeah. Yeah. And Arthur's and voice saying, like, Lancelot. And you're like, <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be like. Arthur knew that if he grabbed Excalibur, like the war would be unleashed or whatever. So he like I thought it was, was refusing Nick, for it to be really. I thought it was Nick playing a show, like putting on a show. Oh, like for no, like I, a distraction, like a dis- to distract everybody as part of his plan. wasn't a good one, but no. But then he literally did get called. Just by just life a lot. Just yeah, and not Arthur. 
that's like the biggest fuck you to the dad too it's amazing it's like fuck you you stupid bitch you thought you could start a war i was like babe you've never been a scion of arthur ever in your life i know the devastation you must have you've just been the number two the number two that made me so happy like you know talks about it and she's like i wonder if our love is real or if like what we've been feeling is just because of arthur and lancelot which obviously is the setup so her and Kinsella can get together and i was kind of sad about it but that's always how it fucking go (laughs) both these dudes are good like they're there's one that's not innately like evil or innately like good or like who you're well, rooting for because I'm like you told me earlier I'm kind of rooting for both of them so like I, I cannot pick. I wanted to be a Y choose so that she can have both of them, but I know that's not gonna happen <laughs> because it's young and old. <laughs> and also, I can't have fucking like open relationships in YA. But also. I mean, Cell is supposed to be the innately evil one. Just like Rhysand is supposed to be the innately, innately evil, evil one. But they're not actually fucking evil. Because just because they're half demon doesn't mean anything. However, the relationship between Nick and Cell is obviously better than like other like semi-enemy ones or whatever. Wait, what? Scions and Squires? semi-enemy oh semi-enemies okay but like nick literally like clobbered his ass whenever he found out that he was plotting to, to kill brie to brie well not kill her but try to like no, scare he, her no he was trying to kill no her. yeah he was trying to but at the same time he was like i was trying to make her reveal herself and then she found then i found out that she was just a normal human i guess be. you didn't read the chapter like no he was like legit gonna kill her oh he yeah, I did like, not read the chapter. Don't say anything. reveal herself, and then I was going to kill her. And he wanted... I, this isn't going to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but he and Nick have a bond, right? So, like, Nick right. feels his emotions and his feelings and whatever stuff, too. So oh, so he, Nick... It's like... It's a, Nick felt shares. the anger and desire to kill and the bloodlust towards Bree that Cell felt. And Nick was pissed about that. And he was like, I don't want to fucking feel that way, especially towards the girl that I'm like falling in love with. And that's why he fucking rocks the shit. And then Cell can't even fight back because he has to protect Nick. I feel like that's fucked up. Exactly. That's so fucked up. And then even Bree is like, that's kind of crazy that like she saw Nick for that, like in that moment. And I thought that was the moment that Nick was going to start turning bad and like, like sour to Brie. Mm. Um, like his character was going to sour to Brie because he was going to start taking advantage but it of makes his power. But it why does. Nick it makes was sense. so fucking pissed. Because right. He was like, you literally were going to kill the girl that I like. And I'm falling in love with or whatever. Oh my God. But, but then sounds like shit. Now she's human and I feel bad. <laughs> I was like, I was kind of wrong. And I love, I love how she's like, I was kind of wrong. <laughs> right? I love how she's like stumbling along and he's like, I'm literally so dumb. How did I ever think you were a fucking demon? Like, like, she's like, yeah, no fucking shit. How did you think I was a demon? But I don't know what's hunch, going on. His hunch was not wrong. He just had the wrong person. Well, his hunch was that she was not like them, which was accurate. She, no, 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 no. But he said that, that he was saying that there is a demon that has entered their lines. And, that, and that actually okay, happened. Yeah, you're right. That but actually happened with Evan. Person. Yeah. It just was the wrong person. So he wasn't totally paranoid. True, 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 true. 
so but that was fucking insane they found out that the merlin before him was his mother i know was his mother and just everything with his mother is fucked. All the mothers. The mothers themes, too, that all the moms are Women like, are always gypped in every situation ever, especially when they're powerful because people can't how- handle powerful women. They so can't they because they become down. afraid. So, like, the mom... And because like they use their mom, fucking shit for good and, and everyone else is fucking greedy and I know. bastards. Like, Nick's mom's trying to save him because she felt like he deserved a better life other than just to be beaten every single fucking day. Yeah. Into a, a warrior, into this, like, like circle and community and society. And then she tries to take him and they literally take her and erase his entire existence from his her memory. Yeah. That was crazy. Nick's mom, Sal's mom, Bree's mom, every single woman in her whole lineage, basically. Mm. Like, it's so gnarly. I thought that was crazy, too. Like, her having to unravel, like, the block between her and all of her other ancestors to get to Vera eventually. I thought that was really crazy weird that her grandma was, like, possessed her. But it wasn't, like, an evil possession. It was, like, she was just hanging out. And she was like, my grandma's literally asleep, like snoring. And I hear her on her like little rocking chair. I thought that was interesting. Like an interesting concept to incorporate. I mean, I feel like that's pretty accurate for like ancestral magic though. Like, no, for sure. I think, but that's cool. But it's not like how possession is. I do not like how black or mexican or just people of color colors magic is always like voodoo or dark and mysterious and full of tricks and like whatnot and yeah. i appreciated that that was not what like Root this was. one's all about like uh mother nature basically and like yeah just like relationships and yeah it was just relationship and like the mutual understanding of like the like exchange of energy and that yeah. energy is like balance sort of thing and i just really fucking appreciated that <laughs> that they just weren't like oh it's they do voodoo or whatever and they're like no no stop giving them that trope yeah so i think this book just really blows the water out of the stereotypical and it does it in a really good job no i think this book was fantastic I liked all the side characters, too. I just wish we had a little bit more time with them. Like Sarah and yeah. Tor. Tor's a fucking bitch. She is a bitch. Uh, but I love that Sarah is the one that called the shots for her. I know. I'm like, yeah. She was like, uh, Bree's like, now I see who actually called the shots in that relationship. I was like, oh, uh, someone with my name in a book. And I was like, oh, she's literally the biggest fucking cunt. <laughs> Sick. And I'm like, wait, but I'm kind of a cunt. Although she had a few sus moments where I was legit like, no, you're like not a cool character. Like you're not even cool mm-hmm. and like a, a bitchy kind of cool. You're just like a Just bitch. bad. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Maybe she'll be better in the second book. Let's pray. I'm sure she probably will be. I think maybe also the explanation of the world will be a little bit better, too. Because, like, we'll know. We know now to what to expect. You know what, what do I mean? mean? Like, explanation of the world, meaning, like, when, thing, when they talk about things, like, in the order, we'll understand that because we've already had it. And since it will be, like, repetition again, maybe it'll be a little bit clearer. Yeah. We'll see. Because I know there was a lot of lines that we did not meet because they were in the northern 
they were in the northern campus or whatever yeah so because i looked at the back of the glossary and whatnot and like yeah all the heritage explained right so i wonder what happens to the line who was supposed to be lancelot's line nothing happened because he wasn't called because he was not the scion but he called nick no yeah but the that that um scion is in the northern part they thought he was the scion of Lancelot was in the Oh, so now you're wondering what he, that person what is. is. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing, obviously. That's what they had said. But, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> unless unless there's two Lancelots. You can't. No. There's only one at a time. He's not the scion, then. It says that in the book. Hmm. You can only have one who inherits the actual thing uh-huh. so he could be still a lancelot's thing but then he's just he's not lancelot's the, descendant he's just not the scion yeah. he's not the one that's been picked so also so now scion like, yes and then what squire squire and then page yes does a page become a squire yes because that's why the reason why remember how brie is and doing all those trials saves yes protects the scion yes they're like partners. Yeah. Because so then remember, they oath and then they like yes, feel each they other. They both uh, share the power of the ancestor that their lineage comes from. Good lord. Because you remember how pa- um, they kept calling her Paige Matthews or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then at the ceremony, at the selection ceremony, You're gonna he asks her to, to be, be his, squi- his squire. squire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, they could have done a little bit more explaining at the beginning of the book. So that, that way you don't have yeah. to repeat it so much. I it was a little hard to keep up with whatever was going on because like nobody gave any context for anything. It just was in the paragraph. And, and then I was like, they'd what the switch fuck? back between their first name and then being called like Paige this. Paige Matthews. Yeah. And then like and they're like Bree. So many like Scion and Squires and this and that. I'm like There were so many words. Can in we there. stop? Okay, like the names of the fucking demons. I did not know them the at all. The freaking hell you're serpent like, and then the hell word. You're like Ufen, some weird Dagen Welsh <laughs> words <laughs> that like, just threw in and I was like, sick, bro. I'm not going to look up how to pronounce the all these. only time that the pronunciation was there was for the cave and Cell told Bree how to s- say the name. Yeah. Also, like, thank God. But I did look up one word. Where was Cell the entire book? <laughs> I did look up one word and it was at the very end when she's on the balcony and Cell goes out to like talk to her and he calls her like Carrot Carrot and it means love or like darling. And she's like, I don't know what it means Favorite and I don't darling. wanna know, but I suspect Favorite what darling. it is. I know! <laughs> and literally on the balcony Water again having a talk. But like I literally was like, I know this is gonna mean like he wants to be her, hit her king's mage because yeah. he's owed to Nick, but he's owed incorrectly to Nick. Yeah, he he's supposed to be to Arthur. To her. Yeah. And so. What if he falls over? Okay. I just want. I, okay. And he called me that name and I was like. Ah! Screaming. Care did. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. I love it so much. And I forgot that he has tattoos. Like on his like yes, all over his body. I know. She was like, "Can you put a shirt on?" And he's like, "Really? <laughs> Are you a prude?" <laughs> Is that what he said? Are you like, 
she's like, it like just would be less, wouldn't you say it'd just be less distracting or something like that? Yeah. And he's like, I bet you in his mind, he's like, oh, distracting. I can't wait to see who. Like, I want to see who they would cast as these people. But the new cover has, like, an illustration of him on it, too. That's the thing. Okay, so let me tell you. So the reason why I thought he was gonna, she was going to end up with Cell and Nick was going to be bad is because of the second cover. The second cover. And I'm like, so are they both protecting Nick? Or, like, do they both protect each other? Or does she, like, become, I know. like, closer to Cell? Part like, of me what was, is like, going maybe on? because she becomes Nick's squire and he's the king's mage, they, like, work together and then they, like, get close or whatever but the thing is is but she's not going to become his squire because she is arthur well right i was saying like before i finished oh, the book i oh, was thinking sorry, that's why sorry, the second sorry, cover sorry, was sorry. that way that's why okay. i thought so too because i thought they would be together well you know what i did think i thought that she would also be a king's mage so then he would attempt to you know i i was thinking that maybe too because she has so much power or whatever right but i was like i guess there can't be two I love the plot twist that they had, and I like that she's King Arthur's son. Dude, I never even. And I was like, she's the most powerful. What? Instead of being like the weakest, not the weakest, but like having someone above her. There's no one above right, her. Right, the second rank or the third rank yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. There's nobody. She is. She is the all powerful. She's one. the top tier bitch. I am actually really am surprised also that like Nick was also kidnapped at the end. Like, they can't find him. I know. They're like, oh, God. Oh, and they find can't him. find his dad, dad either, either, right? But he knows that he's not in danger because of their, like, oath or whatever. But I'm like, what are you doing? Well, Arthur Obviously told they him. Just well, Arthur told him that he's going to be punished. Who? The dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, whoever stole him is just going to use him as leverage. Because they don't know. Nobody knows that he's actually the heir, the scion to King Lan- or to Lancelot rather than no, Arthur. No, I, f- I feel like they're going to use him as leverage f- against Bree so that she'll oh, do what yes. they want. Yes, 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 yes. Unless you think Davis kidnapped his own son. Yeah, yeah. I think, okay. like, whoever, like, the word hasn't gotten out yet that she is Lancelot or Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> Too many goddamn names. I know. People. I like. I told you, like, I'm not very familiar with like the twelve soldiers. So Gawain, I did remember of Gawain. I don't know any. Of I it. knew Lancelot and I knew Arthur. All the other ones, I was like, I did. So th- I did appreciate I that, like, the Lancelot and Arthur switch happened way back then and then it happened again with the lineage line or whatever so like kept up with the, oh yes with like the, the prophecy lore yes whatever. the lore yeah mm-hmm. i know i did like that with the original you Arthur like you said this is just like a very historical very like thought out book this author she did a lot of research i'll say she that did. much and you can tell that you can tell i think she just needed to like of all I think the she was major excited to she, tell about all the research she did and she needed to like rein it in a little bit. I think she could have done I think she could have done and introduced all the things that she researched, but I think she just needed to to piece it a little bit like a little bit more cohesive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the first like just introduce us to the world, make things easy and whatnot. And then like I know you did all this research, like, in the second book. Like, expand on that. You know what I mean? It's Mona. Yeah. 
Okay, let's do our Goodreads reviews that we uh, found. Wait. Oh, here it is. Okay, I'll go first since mine's already up. So I'm going to do my bad review first that I found. Okay. And it's a 1.5 stars. DNF at 75%. I'm like 75. Yeah. I had a DNF. I found one at DNF at 23. I'm like, I understand if it's like earlier on and you're not fully invested in the story yet, mm-hmm. but 75, you're fully in it. Like, like the, that's the, gnarly. The to give best up part then. is like you are 25% away from the best part. So it said, God, this was possibly the most disappointing book I've ever read. The premise was intriguing and I was excited for a Knights of the round table retelling inspired story. However, the characters bar Selwyn. Why does it say bar? For cell. In front of cell. Bar cell. Oh, bar Selwyn? Yeah. We're intolerable. Maybe not Selwyn was intolerable. Like everyone else but him. Bar, like bar entry. Yeah. How... Brie was a perfect example of how to turn the death of a parent into a main character's entire personality. And she seemed to have no development in the entire 400 pages I suffered through. Uh, The writing was cringy whilst trying to be sophisticated to be a sophisticated depiction of grief. Wow, I can't fucking speak right now. And around halfway through, the plot became repetitive and boring. It also tried to integrate the experiences of being black in the South, which I appreciated at first as this unique angle that very few urban fantasy authors take, but it was quickly overwhelmed. It quickly overwhelmed the book and led to a few eye-roll moments that I just couldn't bear anymore. Let me also list the infuriating tropes including in this book, included in this book. Chosen one who thinks too highly of herself, which, no... I don't, I don't yeah. agree with that. I don't agree. And with I that. also don't agree. I do think it she became a little bit repetitive at yeah. some points. She literally thought she was like, she's like, what if cells right? What if I am like made of shadows and stuff? Like she yeah. doubts herself the entire time. Right. That one I didn't get. Obvious why I love triangle. <laughs> uh, main character becomes all giggly and loses all composure the second she likes a boy, which I also don't agree like, yes, she be- she becomes, like, giggly and stuff, but she, like, focuses on not becoming, like, weird around the boy she likes. Right. And then miscommunication slash constantly hiding things. I will agree. At some points, I was like, okay, you know your life. Like, you need to, like, expose a few things in this moment. But for the most part, like, there was a reason she was hiding things. Also, the plot twist was incredibly predictable, and I didn't even get to the start of it then how the fuck do you know it's predictable <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i really tried to give this a chance no you didn't no <laughs> because i'd heard so many good things but it all fell i think you flat. went in already hating brie and you didn't the even book know who is she not was. worth a minute of your time someone said excellent review i agree on all the major points Nah, i don't agree uh, with this. i i think y'all are just agree. being haters just to hate this was um, posted in like April of this year. That's funny. All right, I will post or I'll read the five star review that I found. Okay, and then I and then I'll read my five star review, and then your one star. 
Are you only doing the five star? I think I would just only do the five star. Oh, well, let me do my five star. It's really fast. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Lily's review. Five stars. Pain, pain, pain. Plot twist. More pain. I love this book. As you read, I am in pain. Thanks, Tracy. I need the sequel that doesn't even have a release here with a million crying faces. I just love, I love this book. As you read, I am in pain. <laughs> Why do you find all the good ones? Uh, I can't. It was so funny. <sighs> Mine was, um... In December of 2020, this girl's name's Jessica. So it just says Jessica's review. It says, my mind is blown right now. Wow, this book. It does have a slow start and took me a while to get used to the whole magic system and Arthurian legend background. But Brie was kind of thrown into this world, so I did enjoy learning about everything with her. It just took me a long time to get to know who was who among the tons of characters, which fair, and how their magic hierarchy worked. Also fair. This book is so action-packed, and the last 100 pages were absolutely insane. Yes. I am still not sure what to think right now about what happened. I loved every second of this book, and so many twists and turns were thrown in near the end. That is true. Like, all the twists and turns were all at the end of the book. Yeah, it was like a lot all at once. Yeah. And um, they all made sense, but I saw none of it coming. Yes. And it was so good. And can we talk about Cell? He's definitely my favorite character of this book, and I really hope we get more of him in the sequel. Brie was a great main character, and I loved the depth to her. She was grieving losing her mother and was determined to find out the secrets behind who her mother was and what really happened behind her death. My heart went out to Brie and the loss that she was going through, but I also loved the growth that she went through and that and what she was able to learn and overcome. I couldn't recommend this book enough. I'm already dying for a book, too, and I know this that this ending is going to stick with me for a long time. So that was that five-star review. It's not funny. <laughs> not all of them no, are funny. No, it's just funny. a good review. Yeah. Pain, pain. I am in pain. <laughs> vibes. Vibes. All day, every day. All the vibes. Pain, pain. Pain, pain, pain. Hold on. Let me see if I have a one star. Because I did find one. Um... Maybe... Can you find it? Hold on. I found one that says DNF to 18%. Okay. Okay. So this is B's review. Funny enough. DNF to 18%. I usually don't leave reviews on books I can get through, but this one is one of the highest rated books on here, and I just cannot in good conscience let this go. First of all, the info dumping is real. I cannot True. even yeah, I cannot even tell you the basic outline of all the powers and the legend and whatever else may have happened because my head hurts from trying to understand it all. It doesn't make any sense and the way that the, it is presented is so overwhelming that it seemed like all this book was was a big old dictionary on this is what a mage is. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as I didn't get very far, I don't know if it gets better, but I'm assuming not, since writing styles don't change. Anyway, because of the overload of info, there is no way Brie was able to comprehend everything that she was told in 10 minutes. 10 minutes is also not nearly enough time to cover what Nick told her. This was just all tell and no show, and it was awful. And that brings me to my second thing, Brie. Despite having my namesake, she was so fucking obnoxious. What? I understand that she was dealing with and every and what she was dealing with, 
and everyone deals with it differently but she was just so pretentious about it and every time she referred to herself as after Brie was so after Brie was so cringy does she really not think that her best friend can't tell that she's changed you went through a major life event and you honest to god expect everyone to think you're okay the more she pushes people away the more she thought she was better than them and she never did what she was asked i get it she's a teenager but grow up I don't agree with any of that, but it's no. fine. Lastly, though, again, I don't know how it turns out, but did not, but did no one at least ask the question of who her family is? As far as I could tell, everyone part of their little Arthurian society was part of a magical family. If you would read further on than other 18%, yes, they do. Her mother dies under m mysterious circumstances. Her mind gets wiped and absolutely zero people ask who her mother might be or is at least curious to know if she was also part of the society. I find that very hard to believe. I can't believe I had so much to say about a book I only read approximately six chapters of. That's how you know how bad it actually was. No, All because you literally didn't know. Yeah. All of this took place not even 100 pages in, and I can't even imagine finishing it, what in finishing it or what the rest held. Just do yourself a favor and skip this. Nah, that's a foolish review. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, B, but um, your review, you need to actually get, like, at least, like, half the book. At I least always the person who reviewed it did, like, 85%, you know? 75. Yeah, whatever. Don't give them the extra 10. Well, <laughs> still, they gave it a good college try, at least. Right. But also, I don't know how you can do that much and just not finish it, but to each their own... Anyways, yeah, a lot of this is just like people just did not like vibe with it, which is fine. But out yeah. of all of these reviews, which there's over 70,000 reviews, there's only 497 reviews with one stars. It's not a lot. No. So all in all, good things. All good things. So right. is there any last final remarks that you want to talk about before we close out this next episode none none at all none okay i feel like i got it all out on the table sick on arthur's table on the round on table, table. <laughs> um okay guys so as you know next week we are gonna be talking about shadow and bone and i'm so fucking excited because i've already read the series it's one of my favorite series it's one of my favorite universes and tori is finally gonna start her journey yes and it's i watched the first season she did but and i loved it we'll see if she actually likes the books I hope so I stay do. tuned to see what she's gonna think I and what she's gonna say to fall in love with the darkling oh the darkling is always my favorite anyways um but yeah stay tuned for that um keep an update on our or keep an eye out for our instagram um and if you don't follow us there go do it and then go follow us on our TikTok also. Yeah, you can see the pretty books I got this weekend at Costco. Exactly. The so, gorgeous. And then you can see our cute little vlog that we're going to post later for, like, the book fair. Or, I keep saying book fair. Book festival. Uh, God damn it. Do you know how bad I want to go to a book fair, maybe? An adult book An fair. An adult book fair. Like, Ugh. I need the absolute fucking high that i had i need that smell that the scholastic smell <laughs> that was cool begging your mom for 20 dollars to get that book uh, that you know you like, weren't gonna read you know <gasps> i'm having a flashback i think though the book fair is where i first saw 
some of my favorite books of magic that I got into. It was like a dragon book. <gasps> a dragon book? I think you're going to fucking say that. But it was like this really like kind of like squishy cover and it had a gem in the middle. A squishy cover? I'm straight up going to fucking look this up after and I'm going to post it on our Instagram for the people. So a that squishy they can, cover? Yes. You're going to. Oh my God. I'm having a flashback. <laughs> i'm having a moment she's like having a that's a raven moment <laughs> why is that so accurate she's trying she's trying okay guys well go follow us on our instagram our tiktok and make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so that way you can listen to us every wednesday morning and thanks for listening in on us even though we are a little late but better late than never right am i right Love you, bitches. Well, obviously, I'm right. So, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I just ignored you and didn't respond at all. (laughs) I'm too tired to respond anymore. (laughs) It's fine. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.